KCI. KCI. 88.9. 88.9. FM. And FM. In Irvine. In Irvine. The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org. The opinions. Welcome back, everybody, to KUCI. Thank you for tuning in. This is Theriosity, the only show on these airwaves that dives right into the world of the paranormal, conspiracy, rarities, oddities, and the curious. Thank you, everyone, for coming back. Um, As you know, this show is remaining at this time, so I hope you all are happy about that. Um, As always... I'm here to talk about a variety of topics, and today is going to be slightly different. We're not covering just one thing and diving deep into it. We're going to be talking about a few things, and hopefully through these things, you all will get to know me a little bit better. So, we have this weird thing that has been going on in my apartment, which I think is a little bit funny, and hopefully you guys will maybe come up with some theories about what is happening here. But for a context, so I live in an apartment here at UCI and I have two roommates. One you guys all know. Her name is Allie. She does the art <laughs> the art club. So if you guys want to hear from her, she will be on in about half an hour. So she's there and we have another roommate who is not a part of KUCI, but maybe some of you know her. Um, so spring break. You know, spring break is a time for fun, not a time for mystery, but we have a mystery on our hands. So when spring break uh, came around, I went home for a few days. I came back to do my show, and then I stayed here uh, in Irvine. Allie was home, and our other roommate, her name is Tabitha, was also staying here in Irvine as she was working. So... On about, it was either Thursday or Friday, I got the spring cleaning bug and decided I am going to clean our entire kitchen, living room area, you know, get it all ready so we can have a nice clean apartment for week one, you know, 
We have nothing to worry about except our readings and our studying, as it should be as students. So I was cleaning, and I was like, oh, you know, one thing people always forget to clean is the microwave. You know, you got to clean the inside because you're always cooking stuff in there. Things are bubbling, splashes. You got to clean it. So I get my little stool. I go up in there, and there's a bag of, like, leftover jack-in-the-box So I'm like, okay, you know, that's normal. I take it out. I wipe down inside the microwave, throw it back in. I don't think about it. I'm like, oh, somebody's deleted. Whatever. So then, like, another day passes and, like, another day. I'm not worried about this bag at all. It's not on my mind. But then I see it, and I'm like, oh, like, I assumed it was Tabitha's as Allie was not home. So, you know. How would she put it there? Just some of those tabithas and maybe she forgot about it. That's a little bit sad. Forget about your food. You know, your food wants to be eaten, but it's there. And then I forget about it. And then come Monday, uh, I come home and Allie's like, hey, was that your burrito? Apparently it was a burrito. I didn't open up the bag. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, like, uh, it's not mine. And she's like, oh, well, it's not tabithas. We thought it was yours. And I was like, What? So, it's not mine. (laughs) Tabitha claims it's not hers, and it's not Allie's either. So, we're like, well, it has to be somebody's. And then so, we asked around to other people who are sometimes in our apartment. From what I know of, it's no one that I know of. (laughs) And it's no one Tabitha knows of, and no one Allie knows of. So... There's this mystery burrito. The only other thing I thought of, which probably isn't it, but hey, maybe, is uh, we do have our, uh, what are they called? The people who come and fix things around the apartment. Um, Yeah, the staff. You know, they came to, like, you know, they check the uh, fire alarms and what that, all that. We thought maybe one of them came back from their lunch break and came back to our apartment to check on some things decided, hey, I'm just going to pop this in here for a sec, and then maybe forgot about it. Of course, we can't call and ask them if that happened. So now we're just like, whose burrito is this? Why is this happening to us? Update, I threw it away because it smelled bad, so it's not (laughs) there haunting us, staring at us anymore. But I just think that's a, a bit funny, and hopefully you guys enjoy that little tidbit. Another thing that has happened in our apartment is, uh, well, we all moved in in late September, and everything was good, you know, all happy to be living in this nice apartment, and uh, we all have different schedules, so sometimes only one of us will be home, or none of us are home, you know. So at times where maybe only one or two of us were at home, they would hear noises, Now, nothing too scary, no, like, scary voices coming at us or anything, but just noises like, just normal noises that you would think of, like, oh, someone's in their room, you can can hear stuff moving around, you know, just normal living sounds, but, you know, that person wouldn't be there, they'd be in class, so that's a little bit suspicious, Uh, (laughs) and... Now this, if you remember back to the episode where I interviewed uh, Mackie and his haunted apartment with his all his roommates, they experienced much scarier things than we have. You know, they had legitimate uh, 
scary voices. They heard laughter. Uh, their showers would turn on. We did not get to that level, but maybe we were on that way. So sometimes we would hear uh, noises in the like bathroom. Not the showers turning on or the toilets flushing, but you know, just noises of like if someone was in there. And you'd think, oh, maybe it's our neighbors, but we don't hear too much from our neighbors. You know, you can kind of pick up when it's noise coming from the other side of the wall opposed to in your own apartment. Uh, one uh, roommate, Tabitha, who has her own bathroom, which is connected to her room, so no one could just, like, randomly be in there unless she saw them, you know, walk through her bedroom. She said that she would hear uh, noises such as shampoo bottles and, you know, bathroom accessories falling down and that she would go to check and they were all fine. Or sometimes, you know, a shower curtain moving, stuff like that. But yet when she checked up on it, everything was orderly and in place. So that is a little spooky, if I would say so. Um, so, and not nothing got violent, nothing got too scary. We did have some instances of maybe like some shadow people, but I don't know about getting too into that. But lately, all that has died down, and I think it's due to the fact that we now have an apartment cat. And they do, there's a lot of like lore and stories about animals being able to uh, see things that humans can't. So maybe see spirits, ghosts, or, you know, sense energies that we can't. So I thought, oh, like, that'd be interesting to see if he, you know, if maybe when we hear noises, he also reacts to them or whatnot. So his name is Coromio. He's just an, a normal looking kitty. He's all black. So I guess maybe that's bad luck. You know, most people aren't too inviting of black cats. You know, they have a history with witches and whatnot, but he's kind of handsome, I guess. So things started to die down when he was there. Whether that's from us being distracted or us attributing noises to him as he is very much of a troublemaker, things seem to calm down, except sometimes I catch him staring at the wall. I don't know what that is about. I don't know if he's saying something or if he's spaced out or thinking because he does like to watch TV. Like, he understands what's happening. It's weird. Like, he knows, like how to cuddle up to the computer to actually watch things like he watches at a distance like he he's all there for it so i don't know if he has spooked away any spirits or he does not care about them or what but at least we have something to blame the noises on <laughs> that's not a spirit we can always yell at the cat but not a spirit so that's just kind of what has been going on in the apartment Hopefully you found that interesting. Uh, so a lot of people ask me, like, how I got into these topics and, like, why I kind of built my show around uh, these offbeat things like the paranormal conspiracy and all that. And I did grow up watching a lot of uh, TV and movies that surrounded those topics uh, ever since I was really little. My mom would just let me watch them. I don't know. She was watching them. So then I was there. So we would both watch him. 
Uh, some of the ones that I really liked when I was little was there's these two TV shows that were essentially the exact same premise. One was called A Haunting, one was Paranormal Witness, and there was a few. But they all kind of had the same premise where um, people who had paranormal experiences would go on the show and talk about it. And then they would get actors to act out their stories. And But it was really well done and uh, it was very enjoyable to watch. Um, they They were different to, say, like Ghost Hunters in those shows where they go out and like maybe to an abandoned hospital or like an abandoned house where murders had occurred. Because uh, there is like a really distinct difference in them. One, they're just like, hey, this is a story of what happened to me. Here's like what it probably looked like. Here's a story. Take it as you will. So even if you don't believe in it necessarily, it's still like a good story. So like uh, kind of like when people watch scary movies, they don't necessarily go into it thinking, oh, these scary things are real, but still an enjoyable story. I think it was more on that level as opposed to the Ghost Hunter shows where um, it was more reality and based and like a fact like, OK, here's this hospital where back in like the 20s, a lot of people died from polio or other things. Now let's go. It's been abandoned for 100 years. Let's go in and, you know, set up our cameras, our motion detectors and see what we find and then it's just kind of some dude sitting around in a dark room getting scared at little noises <laughs> um i know a lot of people find those shows enjoyable because they think it's more rooted in science and fact but i just personally don't find them as entertaining because i feel like the show's either half an hour or an hour and then they don't end up with much <laughs> the history part about it is cool I guess I'm more into it for the story rather than them trying to prove it or not. But that's just me. And you can still watch these shows. Uh, I'm not sure if these particular ones are still on air, but you can, like, find them on, like, streaming websites and all that. There's, um, well, nowadays, since, you know, busy college students, we don't have time to be turning on the TV at specific times to be catching these shows there is a lot of youtube shows that cover these same topics so you know more accessible you can watch them whenever you want you can pause them all that great stuff so there's a few that i enjoy one of them is the buzzfeed unsolved series uh i know a lot of people have their qualms with buzzfeed and their other videos I've kind of grown <laughs> sick too. They've got pretty annoying, but their unsolved series, I think, is still pretty good. Um, they do a mix of true crime episodes and paranormal episodes. They've covered things like um, the hauntings of the Queen Mary, like asylums, like abandoned hospitals, um, that kind of stuff, where it's more like what I explained earlier. They have like their detectors and their like call out to supposedly the ghost of someone who's haunting a place and be like you know if you can hear us you know give us a sign they have those types of episodes and then they also have like their true crime unsolved mis um, mystery episodes where um i mean it is what it sounds like they get a topic that's unsolved and they kind of present all the facts and then like the popular theory surrounding it um they've covered things like uh, the oh geez i just forgot her name <laughs> The pageant girl, 
um, Jean Bonnet. They've covered her story, um, other popular actresses, and those kind of things. I find it very entertaining. They do a really good job with their show. And I think it's good for people who are uh, getting into that kind of topics. There's another um, YouTube channel, which theirs is a little bit different. Well, it's actually very different, but can still relate. It's called Ask a Mortician. And it is run by this girl. Her name is Caitlin, and she is a legitimate mortician. Um, she is from Undertaking LA, and she's written multiple books. And she calls herself part of the community of the Order of the Good Death. And uh, her show kind of surrounds um, people asking questions about death and about like mortician work. And, you know, like, what happens to us after we die? She answers, like, popular questions like, oh, is it true that, you know, our hair still grows after we pass away? Which, spoiler alert, isn't true. When we die, we dye our hair and our nails and whatnot doesn't keep growing. But she also covers things like uh, popular corpses. So, like, the corpse of... Um, there's a popular story of this mannequin which is a very realistic looking mannequin and people think it's in a bridal shop and people think that it's the owner's daughter who has passed away and then they like taxidermized her body to be a mannequin but you know another spoiler alert it's not true it's just a very good mannequin slash wax figure um so you get a lot of facts about that like uh also, some of her popular ones are like, what happens to the bodies of the people who died in the Titanic or people who die climbing Mount Everest or, you know, people who die in like extreme situations and like how rescue for like bodies work. And it's all very interesting. It makes you think about death, which is her main goal to because everybody dies. So she wants to make it more real, more have people think about uh, what they want done with their bodies and, you know, prepare for it, but don't fear it is her whole thing. Um, another popular uh, YouTuber, of course, is Shane Dawson. He's been around on YouTube since like the very beginning. And um, over like the past few years, he's gotten really popular with his conspiracy theory videos and his videos like they can be like half an hour long. And uh, he'll cover a bunch of conspiracy theories, uh, which they get, like, millions of views. So um, they're a good source to just see, like... And he's very up-to-date on them, too. So he'll cover, like, the latest breaking news and he'll give updates. He did do a lot with Little Michaela, who I also had an episode on a few weeks back. Um, he actually was the one who got in contact with her and had her on a phone call, which I also uh, had brought up in my uh, episode. And he's been, he's like the main person trying to figure out who little Michaela is and trying to get her, like, he's always inviting her being like, hey, like, when you want to, like, come onto my channel, like, we'll make a video, like, I'll support you. So he's like the main guy trying to figure that out. He also has a few, like, ghost hunting type episodes uh one of the popular ones is he went to a walmart which is like three stories tall and apparently the third story is supposed to be very haunted 
and him and his buddies uh, managed to kind of snake their way through the Walmart in the middle of the night and try to get up there and see what would happen. They also talked to the employees, and the employees were like, yeah, like, none of us go up there. Like, would recommend you do not go up there. <laughs> um, besides YouTube, there is also a lot of movies uh, that can relate and I feel like scary movies or paranormal movies and whatnot get a lot of smack for or people like say will watch a scary movie and they'll automatically afterwards say oh that movie wasn't good it sucked because they don't want to seem like it scared them so they kind of badmouth the movie saying it wasn't good like look at me I'm so tough it didn't scare me but I don't think that is the point Sometimes they're more like to, they could be really well done and not scare you, but still be about a scary topic. So I feel like people will badmouth it just so that they look tougher. So one of the ones that I watched uh, kind of recently, it was hailed on all these websites and online as the scariest movie available on Netflix. So of course me and my roommates all had to watch it in the middle of the night with the lights off uh on a tiny laptop screen um it's called veronica and it's based on a true story that happened in spain back in 1992 the story is a little bit changed up but of course that's what happens when you make movies about things but it is about a girl who her and her friends use a ouija board to try to contact the one of their friends um recently passed boyfriends and things go wrong, and something comes through the Ouija board that they did not expect, and stuff goes down. <laughs> and it's really well done. It has an amazing soundtrack, which if you heard the very beginning of this episode, the intro music I used was from Veronica. So I hope you enjoyed that. It has a very... uh kind of electronic, synthy, kind of a Stranger Things vibe, but it's very much its own. Uh, and what's interesting about the actual true story that it's based off of, it's the only police report in Spain that has an official documented case of something paranormal happening. So if you're interested in that, that is definitely one I would recommend to check out. Other ones that I enjoy was the Insidious series. Now, I only saw number one and number two, so I can only talk about those, but I think they were also very well done and weren't like your your average scary, like, pop-up, scare tactic type thing. Um, so I would recommend that you check out those. Also, I don't know... Well, I guess this does fit into it, but it's has its own it's more of a mental like really like it'll psych you out into what is reality is of course donnie darko a lot of people that's like a cult classic now it has jake gyllenhaal in it when he was young it has to do a lot with um like alternate realities and like tangent universes and time travel and you know what is is life supposed to happen on this, like, schedule of things? Or if you change things, are you setting off some unbalance? 
you know, what is happening when you go around and do these things. So that if you haven't seen it already, it's been out for quite a few years. I definitely recommend that's one to check out. So I hope all of you who tuned in had a good time today. It is Wednesday. I hope you are all making it through week one. I am. And next week we have a special episode. We will be it will be a pre-recording because we will have DJ Owen Chilson on. If you know her, she has the show Beach Days here at KUCI, so I hope you all know her because she will be on next week and we will be talking about another Instagram slash Twitter conspiracy theory surrounding Timmy Thick and what is going on with him <laughs> and a lot more information just came out today so it'll be a jam-packed episode and of course if you want to contact me and leave suggestions for future topics or if of course you would like to be on and talking to me about your beliefs or experiences or what you don't believe in or any all nonsense, you can always contact me online. You can find my Instagram at theriosity88.9. You'll find links to the rest of my social medias. You can hear old shows, find out what's coming up on new shows, all that good stuff. Other than that, I want to thank you all for tuning in, and I hope you stay tuned in for the next show, which is The Art Club with Allie. She has a lot to cover today. So I hope you all enjoy it. Even if you don't know anything about art history, you're going to learn today. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a good Wednesday and goodbye.